My name is Pasha Marlowe, and this is the Let Pleasure Be the Measure podcast. Let's talk about what fills us with a sense of freedom, joy, and aliveness. Let's explore how the deliberate pursuit of pleasure improves our physical and emotional well-being. Let's listen to our deepest knowings and say yes to our deepest desires. Let's encourage each other through sisterhood to make space for those things that light us up. We are going to let pleasure be the measure. Y'all, seriously, how many of you out there have create a podcast on your vision board or bucket list, right? This is a big deal. I am so glad you're here to experience it with me. My first podcast. Woohoo! Thank you for allowing me that little mini celebration. I'm Pasha Marlowe, a life and laughter coach with a master's in marriage and family therapy and 50 years of trying to figure out how to make this life as beautiful as it can be, despite all the challenges we face. We need more beauty, joy, and pleasure now more than ever. And doing new and scary things like making this podcast is my pleasure. But even more fun is making connections with people like you. Through this podcast, I want to create a community of women who can celebrate themselves and each other freely. I want to liberate each other to be seen, heard, and known, and to have fun doing it. I made this podcast with you in mind. I'm picturing your smile in front of me right now. You belong here. You belong here right here, right now. I hope this podcast finds you at exactly the right place at exactly the right time. And while today is a solo episode, I am thrilled to tell you that I have some fantastic guest speakers lined up. The first being a sexologist named Krista Hoppala. She'll be coming next week. She's my personal sexologist. Who would have thought I ever would have a sexologist? She is my go-to person about all things pleasure. I can't wait for you to meet her. Now, when I say pleasure, I'm not just talking about sex, although we will absolutely be talking about sex with ourselves and others. But I'm also talking about play, fun, joy, and desire. Things we can access every day. Like today, so far for pleasure... I got acupuncture and meditated. I recorded my first podcast. I also put a teaspoon of cocoa powder in my coffee. Yummy. I wonder what you do for those little sprinkles of pleasure in your days. And you might be asking yourself, but why a podcast about pleasure? Why now? Pasha, why not things that I usually talk about all the time, like healing from trauma, claiming our power, laughter, sex, sexuality, radical truth-telling, and humor? For that matter, why don't I talk about how I healed from trauma, grief, and anxiety? Oh, I will, because it's all connected. It's all connected to pleasure and desire. 
And having these conversations that can sometimes be difficult through the lens of pleasure is not only more fun, it's transformative, friends. I feel like pleasure practices encompass all of the heavy emotions and more. We find ourselves experiencing pain and suffering, and we ask ourselves, wasn't life supposed to be more beautiful than this? And we start to realize what we're missing. We might feel jealousy and then reclude into our desires. We witness ourselves in activities that bring us happiness and contentment, and we notice And then hopefully we decide to do more of those things. We listen to our deepest knowings, our intuition, our soul's callings, and we hear in those the whispers of truth. All of these revelations, I believe, are part of the pleasure practice. Without the pains, we would never notice and experience the joys and pleasures. It's in the contrast that it actually makes sense. Deepak Chopra said, life is the coexistence of all opposite values, joy and sorrow, pleasure and pain, up and down, hot and cold, here and there, light and darkness, birth and death, all experiences by contrast, and one would be meaningless without the other. End quote. Like all interesting things in life, pleasure is a paradox. The pleasure paradox is the recognition that to genuinely and authentically stand for pleasure, one must be deeply committed to feeling one's full range of emotions, feel the anger, feel the hurt and the pain. All of that is paradoxically required for deepening into your pleasure because you only feel one thing as deeply as you allow yourself to feel everything. I decided to call this first episode, the pleasure pandemic. I want you to see that you can sprinkle pleasure into even the darkest of days, even during a pandemic, even in 20 and 20, 2020 and 21, there was pleasure. Some of us found our pleasure in new hobbies. Some of us found new pleasures in radical truth-telling. We did lose a lot of time. We did lose a lot of fun. We lost some numbing techniques. We lost what we thought gave us pleasure and purpose. But we found new ways to play, new ways to entertain ourselves, new ways to find purpose. But the truth is, 2020 and 2021 now feel like just another year for me in some ways, because for 49 years, I mostly felt like I was suffering. Of course, there were many moments of pleasure, namely times when I was hiking mountains, meeting new friends, so fun, snuggling with my kids, the best, playing with my daughter's hair going to car shows with my oldest son, and now watching my adult kids flourishing out in the world, huge pleasure. I have memories of performing in theater shows and participating in triathlons that lit me up and travel 
Oh, travel. Travel is one of my greatest pleasures. Every time I visit a new town, city, or country, I am delighted. Especially now when all of our travel is halted, to wake up in a new country and explore new scenery, culture, and people sounds heavenly. And soon, my friends, soon we will be back there. This podcast is sponsored by Krista Hoppala, sexologist and consciousness guide. I am proud to say that Krista is my own personal sexologist, the woman I turn to when I need to refresh my own pleasure practices. I highly recommend her to my clients and friends. Her website is kristahoppala.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-H-A-A-P-A-L-A.com. Lots of A's, or as I say, lots of Oz. It's all pleasure with this woman. Check her out. But with all that being said, I am sad to admit that while I had moments of great pleasure, most of my life, I spent feeling uneasy in my own body, sad, anxious, restless. I struggled with inherited trauma. I had traumatic childhood that included sexual abuse. I had an emotionally abusive first marriage, a challenging divorce heartbreaking co-parenting and time lost with my two older kids, which is still the biggest sorrow of my life thus far, losing time with them. I experienced infidelities in my second, my current marriage and underlying issues of anxiety and insomnia. And I'll just put it out there because most tragically, my youngest child, one of my favorite people on the planet, became very ill a year and a half ago. And he is still struggling, still suffering with chronic illness and pain. And I felt like bad things kept happening. I felt like joy was not in the cards for me. And I tell you this because while I tried to be grateful for what I have and I continued to practice self-care and I did reach out for help, fun was far from my reality and healing was far from my reality, complete healing. I needed to focus on the slivers of pleasure and even humor within the heartache to heal. There is pain and pleasure. Life is dark, but also light. Life is challenging and sometimes easy. Life inspires tears and laughter and laughter through tears is now my favorite emotion. Thank goodness after 50 years, I've learned to laugh, play, and have fun. It is about time, and I cannot wait to share it all with you. Lately, I've been reframing my stories through the lens of humor, mindfully and bravely accessing laughter and comedy. And I realized that humor and play were missing in my pleasure practices, and I wonder if for you too, is that what's missing? These skills can be learned and taught. Who knew we could learn how to have fun? We could learn how to be funny? This is awesome. Did you know that the greatest antidote to despair and depression is play? Simply having fun. I know, I know. You feel rusty. It's been a while. 
You don't know if it's possible anymore. I get it. But I believe it is never too late to recreate your life, to take back your power, to reclaim your fun and pleasure. I find that when I'm in my pleasure, I feel more aligned. I also feel more free and I have renewed energy. The founder of National Institute for Play, Dr. Stuart Brown, he focuses on the effect and the importance of play in our lives. His research indicates that play is as basic a natural phenomenon as sleep. And like sleep, many of us aren't getting enough of it. I, for one, have battled insomnia for 20 plus years. A life devoid of play has other major health risks, such as depression, decreased immune system, all kinds of stress-related diseases. And on a larger scale, a culture devoid of play may even experience higher rates of interpersonal violence and crime. By incorporating more joyful, non-repetitive activities in our lives, Dr. Brown argues we are able to replace these health and societal risks with a greater sense of well-being for ourselves and our communities. He says the opposite of play is not work. The opposite of play is depression. That landed for me. How about you? He goes on to say that the definition of play is time spent without purpose, which got me thinking about how I grew up in a home that did not value play or leisure. My dad laughed out loud at me when I told him that a window seat for reading was on my bucket list. I thought about all the things I used to enjoy as a child. I thought about the things I did when time flew by. What are some activities you did as a child where you felt free to be yourself, where you felt uninhibited and liberated? For me as a child, it was dancing and performing. Now it's walking, talking to friends, laughing, traveling, creating. But I want to get back to the dancing and performing more too. Because what lit you up when you were a child is often what will light you up now as an adult no matter your age. So what is on your playlist? I would love it if you sent me an email or a message and just let me know what lights you up. What brings you so much pleasure? Time flies by. What if you made a playlist for you and your family? Here's a little challenge. What if you determined new things about each other that you can enjoy together as you discuss with each other, what you would put on your playlist. What if in your home, you had a list of all the things you love to do that bring you and your family pleasure right there on the refrigerator, a reminder list for the days you forget. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I know, I know what you're thinking, Pasha, the world is crazy right now. There's so much collective loss and uncertainty. How can we possibly focus on pleasure and play? I'm up to my ears with work, homeschooling, doctor's appointments, COVID tests. I get it. I do. But I would argue that we have to do this now to keep our energy up. We have to keep our energy up so that we can continue to do the work, continue to fight for what we believe in, continue to heal and continue to connect. We can't do all that important work without fueling ourselves first. We have to take care of ourselves. 
We have to do the obvious things like get enough sleep, water, healthy foods, and exercise. And we have to keep connecting, especially in these times of isolation. But we also have to tap into our desires, our deepest desires, and ask ourselves, what do we really want? And then the key, start doing it. So ask yourself what lights you up and then create more space in your life to do more of it. Maybe it's something quite small in the beginning. Maybe it's just sitting with a fluffy blanket as you drink your morning coffee. Maybe it's wearing nice underwear, even if nobody's going to see it. Maybe it's taking a long bath or going out into nature and taking a walk or calling a friend. Whatever resonates to you, can you create more space in your life to do it? We are worth it. The people we are trying to heal and save are worth it. Our future generations are worth it. Let's show them how it's done. Thank you, friends. Thank you for being here for the very first Let Pleasure Be the Measure podcast. To continue this conversation, which I would love to do, or if you'd like to reach out to me at any time, feel free to email me at pasha at pashamarlow.com. P-A-S-H-A-M-A-R-L-O-W-E. You can also check out my website, poshamarlow.com, or go to my Facebook page at poshamarlow, my Instagram page, poshamarlow, or my clubhouse, poshamarlow. Easy. <laughs> I look forward to talking with you all and getting to know you all. And remember, when making a decision today, see if you can let pleasure be the measure. I'll see you next week. <laughs>